Hello, listeners. Welcome back to the Dream Stream. I am Yiska Cook. And I'm Ellen Ronis. And we tried, as we often do, to remember to incubate a dream last night. So that was like right before falling asleep. So you're already in a like a spacier consciousness. You know, you're already one foot into the door of sleep. So, um, but I think that my problem, once again, is that I was too effusive. I wasn't specific enough, you know? And I I think that that's why I didn't get an answer because I didn't actually ask a question. I just left it so general. So tell me your experience with that. Yeah, so that that is interesting. I was just sharing um, earlier with you that I I hadn't been sleeping well and like at all, so I haven't been dreaming, which happens to me. And um, last night I slept pretty well and I totally fell asleep and totally forgot to incubate. Like I forgot to. Yes. You know, we talked about like yeah, let's eat, let's do a dream incubation, and I just right. And then woke up at about four in the morning. I was like, oh, shoot, I forgot to do that. <laughs> and so I did, but I, I, I'm i not sure what I asked for, you know, because I, <laughs> I was in a sleeping. So you were sleep. already in the dream already, state. Yeah. I, think I, for. I think I asked something about, you know, like uh, clarity for the future or something like that. Yes. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm something like that. Something vague. <laughs> it's about clarity for me, more and more clarity. Okay. About how to pr- proceed in life. Yes. Uh, and so this is the dream I got. I'll just jump in. Um, I'm in an air, an airport party situation. <laughs> it was like this big giant airport and I'm standing kind of up on the mezzanine, you know, and I'm looking down at all the people sort of moving around and there's a people I know there. So it's like a airport vibe, but also it was like a personal party, my personal party. And so I, I feel like maybe my brother was there, my brother and his wife and an old, an old friend from Brooklyn and a few other like random couples that I knew, but I can't place. And, um, I, I remember just standing up there and looking down at everybody and just feeling kind of jealous, like at the couples and like that they had someplace they were going somewhere. And then, you know, they all sort of en masse went outside. It was light inside like daylight, but then outside it was dark. And, they outside, and as they were all leaving, there was a big, like a pop outside somewhere. And then very shortly after there was an explosion of some sort outside of the airport. Um, so I don't know what it was that exploded, but then everyone started running back into the building. Um, mm. And that's, that's, that's as much as I could remember. Cause of course I didn't write it down immediately. Right. Um, and I, yeah, that's that's what I remember. It was very interesting that it was light, like daylight inside, but then outside. Oh, that's a fascinating dream symbol. I've never worked with that. So I'm excited to look at that with you. So uh, many aspects of this dream are so interesting to me. And I would like to unpack it yeah, me too. As, as thoroughly as we are able right now. So uh, what will you name this dream title? Um, um, 
for some reason, I want to call it going to a party. Okay. Which doesn't seem exactly connected to whatever. Yeah, that's just. I might name it going to an airport party. Yeah, going to an airport. Party. <laughs> a little more specific. <laughs> Something about the, the um, what's what's the word? Um, you know, like the the symbology of going to a going the going part is like you could be flying to an airport. I'm leaving on a jet plane. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Something like that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Anyway. Oh, it's my going away party. <laughs> Where am I going? Um, so how did you feel when you woke up from this? Um you had you it was like a more you had incubated the dream already in the witching hour, right? Yeah. It was like yeah. three, three in the morning or whatever. Yeah. So, um, yeah, how, what did you feel? Um, like, I, I remember feeling inside the dream, um, like a little jealous somehow. Yeah, right, right, right. I remember, and I don't know how I felt. I think I was disturbed. Yeah. Like, was, oh my God, you know, that's a bad thing just happened. You oh. know, you know what it made me think of when I woke up? Have you ever seen the show called Manifest? Oh my God, twice. Yeah. Or, <laughs> or Lost. It's like those kind of shows where yeah. something happens in an airplane and then there's some kind of whole other. Yeah. Like, I need to talk about this with you, but not right now because I don't yeah. want to give any spoilers. Yeah. But like, I was not satisfied with the ending. No, me neither. Okay. <laughs> I wasn't satisfied with the ending of Lost either. I think like they just don't know oh. what to do. It's so right. great. I don't know what It'll to do. It'll go on forever. You yeah, can't just say none of it happened. It was right. also a dream. No, I do not accept. I dream work. I, I do not accept the that to end manifest. Yeah. <laughs> so um okay, but back to the dream. Um yeah, so if it had that flavor a little bit, like that there was some kind of a mystery. Yes. Ooh. That was happening, and yeah. I was kind of witnessing it, or or actually that I was actually like creating it maybe. Like it almost felt like I, cause I was standing up on the mezzanine. Oh yes. Railing and I was sort of looking over yeah. everybody. Wow. And leave yeah, that's. And come back because yes. it's like I wanted them. I didn't want them to leave maybe or something. I just, and that's just a thought. I don't know, but it, it, it has a, it feels, yeah. It's true. I've, I've had dreams with that perspective, like up on a, balcony and over, looking looking down at and for some reason it, it makes me feel like that's from a spiritual perspective the mm -hmm. higher the higher self mm -hmm. and um that's so that brought up my projection uh -huh. I have tried to figure out um so of course I not of course but I also was reminded of um your dream uh, after the fact that you didn't go to your family party. Um, um, right, it was your niece's uh -huh. wedding. Was that what it was? It was her bridal shower. Oh, never mind. <laughs> right, it was, he's got a mustache uh, drawn onto his face. Um, so it made me feel that. So I was feeling like, in a way, in if it's my dream in my subconscious, I'm I'm 
just wanting to look back in on that, check in with myself, you know, how, and I feel that I'm, and I'm feeling a little, what adjective did you say? It wasn't regret. Jealousy. Jealousy in seeing the couples. And uh, I can certainly <laughs> relate with jealousy in myself, which I have worked through like, like you would not believe for my whole life. <laughs> this has been a big project for me. Hmm. I can do it. Anyone can do it. <gasps> Get over one's jealousy. That's mm -hmm. essential. Mm -hmm. That's never, never like live in that place. It's, it's, it's not, never a good thing. Yeah, yeah. Never it's good a, for you. This might, yeah, yeah, yeah. I there, there's a person in my life who who has always felt sort of jealous of me, mm. and and I'm and, and I'm like what? Like I, you know. <laughs> Like I'm, I struggle. I'm a mess. I, you know, yeah, like I, I mean, you know, sometimes I'm a mess and sometimes, and then, and when something good happens to me, I just, you know, I don't want someone to be jealous of me. I want them to be happy for me. Right. But I get it. Cause I do have that too. Like I'm jealous. You know? Oh my gosh. I cannot believe you got us here to this point and exactly what you just said, because I wanted to talk about this on the dream stream. One great thing that I've learned from Gen Z is um how how do they say it? It's not I'm so happy for you. It's um what what is it? There's a way of oh I'll I'll come up with it, but oh that's great for you. You know maybe it's that even I don't think those are the actual words, but that's the sentiment. Mm -hmm. Like oh the it's just, I love that for you. I love that for you, right? That's, exactly. that's what I'm like, looking that's for for you and that's yeah. right it doesn't mean anything and to me it's nothing means, to do it means the world it's the opposite of jealousy yes i can celebrate that for you i love that for you yeah. are you kidding you don't think there's a million people who in one way or another makes me feel something you know but uh but no because you know as i said i'm working on it but to just turn it around that easily ellen i'd love that for you I love that you just did all these workshops and and it's so wonderful. Mm. Such a wonderful perspective. Mm. But now in saying that, I have to quote Groucho Marx because I recently came up with this. He he or we, I recently saw it. He says, Well, what did the younger generations ever do for us? Yeah. What does that mean? Right? Like, of course, nothing. It's just ridiculous. But how does that relate and, to jealousy or how does it relate to? Oh, because I'm saying one thing that I've learned from Gen Z uh -huh. that is like to me the opposite of feeling jealous of someone else's good fortune. Oh. It's just recognizing it as a hmm. as a boon or whatever and saying, I love that for you. Hmm. I want to celebrate that with you. Hmm. And it's, to me, that is the absolute opposite of, oh, I'm jealous of you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't, you know, I don't have to be jealous of you ever. Mm -hmm. I can celebrate you fully. And I've right. so that's why I had to say the Groucho Marks. What have well, the younger generations ever done for us? <laughs> that's interesting. Oh, I see, I see now. I see the connection. I, yeah. I didn't know you were talking about Gen Z, like the younger generation. Yeah. Yes. Um, it's interesting. I didn't know that about that. I don't know why, you know, it is that the younger generation is, is 
that way or why why they're the ones who are teaching you that because I don't I don't know that that they're that way but yeah it might be that they're that way because they 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 have a lot of hubris <laughs> in a certain way they just do whatever the fuck they want they don't care what you think of them right? you know? right. here's, we the were so, here's the thing we're about so... like jealousy that I feel like yeah. is like when you're jealous or envious of something it's usually because there's something you're not doing that you'd like to be doing absolutely not the thing that you know you can't do. if somebody like right. goes and, you know, gets their pilot license, for example, I'd be like, who can, well, good for you. Like, yeah. I have no jealousy about that because I don't want to do that. You know, but I think it's cool that you're doing that. If, yeah. you want to do it. But right. um, I think it's really only those things that we feel like we could do or we would like to do and we're not doing. So it's, it's good to sort of use that as a fuel. Yeah, it's funny that you're saying all this because Jeremy Taylor, our, our dearly deceased dream teacher, was saying something quite like that in a circle at Miriam's well in Socrates, where he was saying, because he had a dream and uh, it led to a feeling of jealousy. And he said, just that. If someone is, is like exceeding in another field that I have nothing to do with, I'm happy for them. But if it's, and I think he was talking about Robert Moss. Uh -huh. I, I thought that at the time as well. And he, and he said, but that someone like that he was saying you could feel jealous of because you would like to be at that right level right. Like or that's doing that or do, at the level of that other terrible somehow yeah yeah so like if i look at the dream and look at jealousy it's like what was i jealous of yeah that somehow like they were all they were together in a party and they were cut and it was couples. Although that was that my one friend from Brooklyn who wasn't coupled at the time, but. Oh, interesting. Uh, I, you know, yeah, she's a person I could have and before that's not anymore, but back in the day mm -hmm. um, for a variety of reasons, but um, yeah, like maybe something about the couples that yeah, were, that's what I felt. And also they were all at a party. They were all they were all together down there, you know, enjoying yeah, a party. And I was just up here, like oh. I was orchestrating the thing, you know, but I wasn't a party. marionette. Yeah. Here. And wow. then in a way it feels like I I I made the like explosion happen. Like I don't know how I you oh, know yes, let's talk about that. Like that's I don't all, feel like yeah. I, I didn't feel so powerful that I yeah. could do that, but it had yeah. the sense that I was the one who somehow made that happen. So okay. that back, I don't know. But that brought up for me, if it were my dream, I was thinking that's that's very much like what's happening in war-torn Ukraine right now. Mm -hmm. They had a big dam that was just blown up and big explosion and then all the water came and flooded the whole area and um or any other act of war oh even even more so actually as i'm thinking this it reminds me of the exit from afghanistan when there were so many people waiting at the airport to get on a plane to america they yes. thought their lives were in danger someone even slipped off an airplane when it was taking off and then there was the war explosions in the background so really it really brings up that uh i don't know uh, i don't have any other thoughts on it just that idea mm. 
Was there yeah. a sense that it was a war sound? Could have been. Mm -hmm. It was like a, it was like a pop, like a really loud pop that I was that didn't I didn't know what it sounded like. Like it could have been a gunshot or something, and then the explosion just felt like an explosion. I don't know. It could have been anything. Sounded like cannon fire in my head. <laughs> it felt like it felt. Um, is that that's how it felt to you, Cannon? Yeah, quite didn't quite feel like that for me. It felt more like just an explosion. Like it almost yeah. like a plane, a plane had a, like a plane on the tarmac or something. Oh. Had, had that feeling. Like, okay, so so that makes me feel like, okay, if I'm orchestrating that, if I'm if I'm all of the parts of this, right? Like that's a way to look at it. If I'm all the parts of this, um, and I'm all those people, I'm I don't know, there's just something about wanting, like wanting things to be back where they were. Like, or, you know, that there's this expansion and then, then I'm wanting to come back, everyone to come back um, because it's more comfortable. I don't know. I don't know. It's a lot of control though, to do that. I mean, that's a lot of. Uh, for a mortal, for a mere mortal. Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't oh, know. Oh, I have a uh, uh, projection, but please say more. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't really know what more to say. Um, yeah. Yeah. I just was watching. Sometimes I'm fascinated. I didn't even Google search this. So this just came up because I guess in the past I've looked for, I'm interested in, in like natural disasters. Mm -hmm. that, that it's fascinating to me how powerful mm -hmm. nature can be. And I just was watching something uh, where the water all receded and now we all know what that means since the tsunami that killed, you know, however many hundreds of people in Thailand that, that Christmas, however mm -hmm. many years ago that was. So, uh, so sad because the sea receded and there were all these fish exposed and all the little kids ran to get the fish, you know, and then they were the wrong place when the tsunami came. Yeah. Very tragic in so many ways, but I, that's, that's what I was thinking only because in this video I just watched, um, a lot of the people started running back into the buildings, which of course is not a good idea. I don't mm -hmm. think under that circumstance. Uh, know. Yeah. So was the dreamer wanting the people to come back in the building? Didn't you say something about that? Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know if I did or not. I just watched them go all going out, like as if they were going out to just go live their lives or go oh. go celebrate something, or they were going out like like they were going out, you know. Yeah. And, um, yeah, there's definitely some yeah, I'm kind of blank a little bit, but wow. like something That's... about that, like in my own, you know, I uh, you know, as if anybody's been listening for a while, like I've been definitely, everything has to do with my business now. It feels like everything has okay. to do with oh, okay. my, in my, this new business that I'm, you know, working towards um, and creating. And it's, it's been such a um, difficult thing for me, not the work itself, but the, the prep 
the prep and the and the marketing and and all that is just painful to me um and i don't know like last night i put out a couple of you know i put an instagram oh, okay post well, then that's something about putting it out yeah and it's going to come back in like oh god oh love that it felt like oh i didn't do it perfectly i'm gonna get judged people are gonna like what a go. good model mm. for you know that's how we do it in the waldorf kindergarten out breath outside play you know running around in breath uh circle time and story time mm. out breath eating lunch being a little rowdy in breath uh watercolor painting we, we did the we did the rhythm of breathing mm. and so if my projection if this is my dream i hmm. feel like well you're saying you want to connect it with your work mm -hmm. and i and by the way i did want to say the fact that you're getting these workshops together ellen i love that for you <laughs> i really do i'm really not getting anything together quite yet but well no um, but every step every step brings you closer yeah <laughs> thank you <laughs> one thing i felt um because this feeling if i'm standing on this balcony and i'm kind of creating things and uh including you know all these people and then this boom that i hear it's all very overwhelming to me and i joked about being a mortal you know being mortal and it's all seems to me to be a lot and one thing when when my dog tovi was dying and lots of people were like should euthanize and i'm like i only would if he's in pain and obviously he can't tell me and um anyway i i was crying he's out on my porch couldn't even come in anymore and i was i was crying and I put my hand on his body and i just said to god you know you make these decisions you know not me me i'm a person who loves this dog like mm -hmm. so much and i said you know my prayer like i cannot make this decision mm -hmm. and um and then toby was you know died a little later you know in the morning um but then interestingly i was called upon to make that decision when i had to euthanize my cat bobcat so you know learning our life is teaching us yeah what a blessing yeah yeah so i guess my point was i'm gonna need a little help here universe like i don't want to my projection i don't want to be orchestrating all of this right choreographing whatever yeah that really that does actually resonate right like mm. i that really resonates because i feel like yeah. in my mind i think that's what creates a lot of anxiety for me is that it's everything is like in my mind i have to have i have to do all of the little i have to do everything i have to do absolutely everything about this business and everything about my life right i live exactly exactly so, well, it's a lot. It's a lot of orchestration. It's so much. It's so freaking much to have a life by yourself. I mean, it's yeah. just a life. Yes. I mean, it's also wonderful, but you know, I, I I'm not complaining. It's just it yeah. is a lot, you know, to feed yourself three times a day and 
clean up. I know. My, <laughs> my friend Kinter, um, I think he goes by Mikhail now. Uh, Robert is formist. You know him. He lives in uh, Shokan. He calls people PIPs, perpetual need packets. <laughs> and we have to take care of our bodies. Like, yes, like yes. having a body. And it has been used as a metaphor for like, like a beast of burden you know mm -hmm. like like having a body is a little bit like that yeah for yeah. men you have to shave right right you know or many women do it as well <laughs> but there's some food water sleep yeah. yeah making enough money to you know stay warm your yeah. yeah yeah anyway um Shelter. And then on top of that, there's this trying to create the business and within the context of the business, there's a million oh. different like, moving parts that I have yes. to do with all of them. And it's like, yes. it's overwhelming because even though the things themselves, if I actually just do them, it's a lot, but it's, you know, it's what, what makes it a lot, a lot is that I don't, I procrastinate because I just yes. think I have, you know, if I'm doing like a post, for example, I think, yes. like, what am I going to post? I, I want <laughs> nothing to say. I, I have a lot of integrity. <laughs> I don't just want to randomly spew out bullshit like a lot of people do. And so then I, you know, so then it just becomes this whole project. And then I don't sleep. Reader. That's what happens is I don't sleep because I don't actually do, do the things that I need to do. So oh, okay around my head so you know I have a feeling that this dream is like somehow the moving parts of all of this yes yes the people I can't control them I can't bring them back yeah. in you know I'm wondering though like I'm also having this big feeling of I think I'm being told something about relocating and so I do have to bring that up because mm -hmm. I'm at an airport and I have to say, I've had dreams in the airports, which mm -hmm. is so cool and so interesting. And in those dreams, I thought of them as like, like a link to the spiritual world. Hmm. You know, like I've had very interesting experiences in the airport in my dreams. And um, but this dream makes me feel like I'm at, I'm going to be traveling. So um, not sure. Just. Hmm. just say that because I am going to be traveling actually <laughs> yeah okay talk about that I'm going to Ireland in mid-September oh my gosh that's so exciting I love that for you <laughs> and am I jealous well I'm not jealous so much as I'd love to do that too but I please tell me about your I, I totally get that and I've been wanting to go for years and years and years and years I mean even Tim, my ex-husband and I, when we yeah. first got there, we were like, oh, we'll go on a trip to Ireland, like one of these bike trips or something. And they were yeah. so expensive. It was so out of our price range. And we just kind of dropped it and never, never did it. But um, I, I have a friend in the Hudson Valley, Melissa Harris, who does these art retreats. And she does them in her studio in Hurley, West Hurley. And then she's been in the last, I don't know, a whole bunch of years. She's been taking people to different places, like in Europe, to Italy and different places. Love so she, that. She brings people, you know, so it's art and she calls them art and spirit retreats. And there's always some spiritual element. We do meditation and, and then we paint. And so the ones that, you know, so we're, so she, that's what I'm doing. So I'm doing one of her retreats in Ireland. That's and awesome. I was just going to say, there's now a direct flight from uh, Stewart airport in Newburgh, New York, um, to Dublin. 
Oh, wow. And for a very reasonable, I think it was as low as like, like $250 during the pandemic. I don't know what it is now, but. Well, I'm coming, from, I'm coming from the West, you know, from. Well, I know you are. I'm just I'm saying. I'm coming from a, a hub. So I have to take like three different flights. Yeah, no, it's like very expensive. It's like. Fly here first and then. Oh, well, I'm not going to tell you what to do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I don't have to, you know, choreograph your actions. Yeah, no, I mean, it doesn't even make, yeah. No, I'm saying that. Work, it would be fantastic, but. I'm just saying that jokingly when I'm thinking about choreographing all these, you know, moving yes. pieces. Yes, well, and, and that was a lot of choreographing too, by the way, to try to get everything, oh my gosh, to kind of get everything organized. Um, yeah, so I mean, maybe, maybe this has something to do with that, but it doesn't feel like it does. Like it just okay. might, there's like flying and airports are on my mind because mm -hmm. of that. Um, yeah. It just feels like it has more to do with something else, like some other part of my psyche that has to do yes. with um Okay, so what I are some feeling of the... like I need to control everything or yeah. um and and also oh okay here's here's here it is. So I'm I'm controlling all these different pieces and these pieces, you know, the people, right? Like almost mm. like game pieces, right? Yeah, oh yes. Okay, they'll be at a party and then I'll see some people I know and then I'll be I feel bad because I'm not participating, I'm not having fun. And then we'll have, you know, so it's almost like I'm doing all these, like moving the puzzle pieces around or the game pieces. But the truth is, is that I'm not enjoying myself. And that is kind of what feels true in my waking life is okay. that I have all these different things going on that are great traveling and this and that, you know, but I'm not enjoying the moments of my life because I'm busy in the busyness and the head space. And I think that that's what this dream is telling me. I don't know what, why the explosion exactly. Like oh, maybe to get my attention. Yeah, like to get my I, attention. This, pay those... attention to this dream. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, was, wow. Like, because that was the explosion made everybody run back in. Yes. So, oh, okay, yes. And maybe that was that was beyond my control. I I don't know. <laughs> yes, playing with it. I don't really know. Right, right. If I did. Oh, okay. I can look at this differently now. As like, I think I have to take care of all this, and I feel bad about the pairs of people, and I can't even bring them back in. But then there's an explosion, and so it's almost like a supernatural ball of fire, right. and then everybody, and so. This is teaching me my projection that I actually am not in control mm -hmm. of actually any of this, and that rest assured yeah. there is this fire. Yeah. If I'm, you know, likening that to the divine, mm -hmm. you know, which I am in this moment. Yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> Everybody yeah. will come back in. Yeah, yeah, right. That's kind of interesting. Also, it kind of levels every levels the playing field a little bit. Okay, in a way somehow like like because everyone is freaked out and scared and this thing happened to everyone is like in, now everyone's in the same place like feeling kind of you know they're not oh. they're not to leave me. they're not leaving me right they're all we're all now in the same place so i don't know what the meaning of that is exactly but oh now you want to come back in y'all leave me and now you want to come back in yeah except it wasn't that at all it was more like <sighs> like now you come back in it was like that flavor like okay now now the level playing field is leveled i don't know 
I love it. That's well, I would definitely want to think on this and look on this. And with all the busyness, the only thing I'm thinking to say is um, mindfulness. Yeah. You know, yeah. every moment I'm, I'm just mindful. Yeah. I'm hearing, like, like really sinking into my senses. Mm -hmm. You know, when my head is thinking, 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 if I'm not feeling joy in my heart, I need to pause, sink into my senses. I hear, I heard a, a frog earlier. I heard, you know, birds tweeting outside. There's even chickens here. You know, I hear my kid <laughs> and all his friends out on the loud speakerphone. Uh, what do I smell? You know, what am I tasting? This is good coffee. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, um, you know, any anything we're feeling, yeah, you know, right. and then I can sink into myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do I need? What does my heart need right now? But, you know, when you're, when you're anxious, yeah. um, a person who, you know, has struggles with anxiety, like yeah. you, you, it's really hard to get there. That is like one of the antidotes for sure is like the sensual somatic experience. Yeah, exactly. See, look around. Yeah, sensual. Here, feel my feet on the ground. So that that can be effective, but when yes. you're spinning around, it doesn't, yes. it doesn't always work. But yeah, mindfulness, of course, is always is always the thing. The interesting thing too is that I'm not actually that busy. I mean, the things that I need to do are things I need to do. I have a schedule because I'm working with a coach. It's like okay, Thursday mornings I'm supposed to post. You know, uh, a month I do like a newsletter, but you know. It's, because I, I because I am who I am, I'm always thinking about what I'm going to post, what I'm going to write. Instead yeah. of just I trusting, I yes. think trust that when I sit in front of the computer, I'm going to know what to post. I'm going to yes. know it's just all whatever I write is going to be okay. Yes. I don't have to yes. be mulling it over. The other thing is, is I had a conversation with um, my really close friend in Oregon, and we were talking about reading and how enjoyable it is to just like in the summer, you know, to like lay around and read a novel, like completely just let yourself have that relaxation. And I do really enjoy that, but I often don't let myself do it because yes. I'm just like ruminating about yes. things. Yes, yes. But actually it's the opposite. Gemini. The opposite is true, which is that if I relax into a novel. Yes. Suddenly I can, I have an idea, a creative idea. Right, when you actually can relax. Funny how that works. You have some free freedom and free time from yourself. <laughs> you, Funny how that works. Exactly. You get what you need. So yeah, I and that's total mindfulness. But I really appreciate you talking about it from a perspective of someone who experiences anxiety. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't think I I don't think it's the same as like depression. It seems mm -hmm. different to me. It is but different. I do see that in one of my closest loved ones. And so I always am interested to hear yeah. your perspective as someone with anxiety. That's, it's not so easy. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's definitely pretty constant. Yeah. I, so I hear that and I so much appreciate hearing that <laughs> yeah. so that I can be more empathetic. Yeah. Yeah. It's a tough one. It's a tough one. Yeah. Thank you so much. That dream. I feel like, we only just, if a dream is an onion, we only just feel, peel the first few layers. Feeling. Yeah, like there's more to it. I know, I definitely feel like I don't, I don't know that I really got to like the it of it. 
Um, but yes. I do feel like I, I got to, yeah, I got some some insight for sure. Yes, the yeah. it of it. Ooh, that's exciting. Maybe another dream will come. Maybe. To fill in the it of it. Maybe, or maybe just later today, I'll just be like, ah. <laughs> oh, and if so, then you'll need to pick up the phone and call me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you so much again, Ellen. And um, listeners, I, once again, we hope everybody received what they needed from this today. And we'll say, hold the mood, nature king.